It's me, John. <laughs> uh, and you're listening to I Have a Great Idea, but I'm never going to do it. Yeah. This is the show that you are listening to that's all about those amazing ideas that we all have at like three in the morning when we wake up and we're like, oh my God, I just thought of the greatest idea. And then you scribble it down on a pad. And then when you wake up like hours and hours later, you're like, what does this even mean? And then it's like. Oh, Ugh, no. Uh-uh. Or the kind of idea that you have where you're like, ah, oh, we should totally do this. Bro, but I didn't go to school it. for that. Right. Yeah. How do I do that? I don't know how to make apps. And that's usually <laughs> what it what it mostly is. Right. Uh right. I okay. I I had an idea like ten minutes ago. I know. I know. Wow. And, and I and I feel like it's appropriate to to mention it off of your mention of not knowing how to make apps. Not that this is an app per se. Could be. But it all has to do with how connected we are with all of our devices. Okay. And you and I are both Apple people. And yeah. I am now part of the Apple Watch community. What? Because they were on sale refurbished. Nice. And um, I was thinking like everything I have, okay, my watch, my phone, my computer, my TV, everything is all connected to each other. They all share the same brain, essentially. So I got to thinking about the uh, activity portion of the watch and how you can kind of you can compete with people. And I was going to actually say, is this going to affect our withings? Uh, I think it will, but I think that we should also. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't even know that you were still uh, updating that. Oh yeah. Cause I was, there were weeks where I was like allegedly doing better than you. And I was like, this is, this is not right. It's probably cause I didn't sign in or something. Maybe. Anyway. So, you know, we can we can keep track of what our people that we're connected with are doing and we can kind of uh, compete with them. And rather than competing, I think there's a, there's room for a collaboration and because it knows everything that we're doing, let's say that you also, you, you have an Apple TV and let's say, you know, somebody who has an Apple TV and I think that this would actually be perfect for people who are in long distance relationships because you can maybe when somebody puts on a movie, whether it's through the like movies app or the TV thing or whatever, or Netflix or Hulu or whatever it is, it can alert your person what you're watching and it'll give them the option to link up to what you're watching and watch the same thing in real time as you. I like it. Right? I like it. 
It's very, and I only say this because I just watched this movie last night, but it's very When Harry Met Sally when he calls her on the phone and he's like, Casablanca's on, and she's like, channel. What channel, Or actually, it's opposite. She says it to him. Right, yeah. And they watch it together, and that's, I like it. Now, I have to ask, were you watching When Harry Met Sally because of Carrie Fisher's sadness? I... Six of one, half a dozen of the other. It's a movie that I tend to rewatch during the holidays, mm. especially close to New Year's. Got it. Right. So, okay. Yes, because that had just happened. Um, but also, it's like in the queue of things I always watch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry to bring up like super sad things that are happening in yeah. the world. Um, but it seems like it's. it's Stuff that just is always going to be coming up until people that are important stop dying. Right. And I just recently also had a conversation. Oh, and I just got a real-time alert next to me from a real human. Debbie Reynolds, Carrie Fisher's mother, has just died. Oh, my God. You're kidding me. I know that she had a stroke. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, this is how I'm finding out. Oh. oh, I remember finding out when, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman died. The worst brunch yeah. of my life. Most delicious brunch of my life, but still Were the worst. Were you stage? Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about Sage the other day. <laughs> but I wasn't at the, the Sage in Echo Park. I was on, I was at the Sage in West L.A., the only time I've ever been there. That's so weird that you would ask that and be completely Sorry, right we're about connected. it. We're connected. We're <laughs> connected. I know. We're it's connected. not just our devices that are connected. It's our brains. Um, whoa, that's so weird. Anyway. Oh, Debbie Reynolds. Oh. I know. And what I always think of very first, because I'm like just a little off. Um, when I was a youngster growing up in Iowa, (laughs) I used to go to the public library and I would check out albums and I would rip them, record them, burn them. However, it happened to be, if it was like a album, I would sometimes have like a little press, hold the microphone to a speaker type way. And there was a musical once upon a time, called Irene. Okay. And Debbie Reynolds was in it. And so whenever I think of her, most people think, uh, like, good morning, good oh, yeah, morning, yeah, yeah. from Singing in the Rain. But I always think of, in my sweet little Alice blue gown. Anyway, and so now that I just heard that, I thought, oh. And I had, like, Irene go through my head for a second. Oh. Anyway, anyway, deep cuts. other things <laughs> to talk about. Have you had any super amazing ideas? We just had the like yes. the grand holiday season has happened. You had your spider ornament. Um, oh, yeah. For anybody who doesn't follow me on social media, I can't stand spiders. We, like, we talked about this thing. at length on the last episode. So right, everybody clearly is a repeat Great. listener. So, of course, nobody's joining for the first time. Yeah, everybody's already on it with us for the long haul. Anyway, the story of the the spider and how it ends is apparently 
there's this like Christmas spider and it crawls into your tree and it makes all sorts of webs on everything. And then Jesus like decides that he's going to make the webs like gold and silver to make the Christmas tree even more beautiful than it would have been. And I'm like, this is a BS story because there's no way Jesus cared to do that. Um, Also, this is mixing just like eternal salvation and the birth of the Savior with Germanic Saint Saint Claus or Chris Kringle, Saint Nicholas decorating in the bleak midwinter fir trees, conifers. Yeah, I don't understand really the story or like why I'm supposed to think the spider is special, but with the passing of Debbie Reynolds and being the mother of Carrie Fisher and her passing, I'm clearly going to keep this beep spider because when my mom dies, I'll be glad that I have this spider. Mm-hmm. Shout out, uh, Mayor. Hey, Mayor, what's up? <laughs> Never die. Um, I beeped it for you, Mayor. Yeah. I beeped it for you. That's love. That's very true. It is love. So, some ideas I had. Oh, yeah. and speaking of Mare, I just looked on my phone to get the app that I use to track ideas, and Mare had texted me twice in the five minutes that we've been doing this so far. Um, get a grip, Mare. I know. <laughs> what do you need? Uh, probably just to tell me about Debbie Reynolds. So, I was at... An ugly sweater party. Okay. Talking to some folks that I had just met because it was not, it was like a friend of a friend's party. And basically I only knew the host. Everybody there was a stranger. And sometimes that's fun to talk to people like that. But I, we were talking about podcasts that came up that I had a podcast. They said they would listen. They told me about their podcast that they listened to. And I said, you know what? Because the girlfriend of the dude was like, I don't love podcasts. And I'm like, I don't think you're listening to the right ones. Yeah. But there's this one that is hilarious. And sometimes when I'm bored, I just give it a re-listen because it's so funny. And shout out to the people that make it. But it's called You Look Nice Today. Okay. And it's just a random, like, three dudes who are buddies who just talk. And... I don't think they've made an episode for a couple years. Oh, wow. But the episode that I love, love, love is called Scat Academy. Okay. So I'm talking to these new strangers who will become friends that this is hilarious. And the girlfriend's like, scat, like poop. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. Scat like jazz, like weed apple bottle bop. Yeah, I mean, until you just said that, I did not know which scat you were talking about. Okay, so this leads me to my brilliant idea. It's an SNL skit because I feel like they need a little help in the writing department occasionally. <laughs> if if it's not a political sketch or it's not somebody like incredibly hilarious, mm, they need a little help. The whole sketch is about how they keep confusing the poop fetish with jazz vocalizations. Well, 
Okay. That's that's the whole idea. That's the whole idea. Wow, what a what two specific uh, groups of people would be interested in that? <laughs> but I think that most people could find that funny. I would think it's funny. Yeah, and as long as they don't drag it out too long, which they would, it, but that's okay. Which, which they would. But look. I'm giving candy to a baby right here. SNL, anybody on the show who is listening to our podcast or a writer, write that sketch. That's comedy gold. I agree. I can't wait to have somebody send me a YouTube clip of it because I haven't watched (laughs) that show in years. But people love showing me clips from it. Now, I can't remember. Oh, I just remembered. What? That is all. No, I was going to say, if it was you or if it was a different specific friend in my life who was like, SNL is crap. I do not feel the need to watch it. Even when people send me clips, I don't see the allure. It's not you. No. I remembered who it was. Sounds like a real sourpuss. He's Canadian. Sounds like a real Canadian sourpuss. There you go. Is it Lauren Michaels? (laughs) Oh, he's Canadian? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, SNL, eh? <laughs> That's it. That was the original title. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. So that was one idea. Okay. Well, I, I had, I'm looking at my ideas list and there are some that I want to save for either the next episode or the one after. And the ones that I have are both beverage related. Okay. And I think that they actually both uh, kind of go hand in hand, even though I had each of these weeks apart from one another, maybe even months. So anybody who has listened to this show maybe a few episodes ago or so uh, might have heard that I do not, I am off the sauce, do not drink booze. So, but... And I was actually having this conversation with somebody last night, how there are certain things that I miss about it that I don't miss for the reasons that are because they are alcohol and that they get you drunk or anything like that. But it's more of the ritual of it. And it's like, like for wine, it's, you know, coming home after a long day at work and pouring a glass of wine and just kind of sitting back with that glass of wine. And it's not necessarily that it's, it tastes good because... Wine can be hit or miss, people. But it's just the ritual of doing it, you know? Yeah. And I think that there's also, in in a very similar way to wine, uh, that kind of feeling with whiskey. And for that one, it's a lot of the flavor. And uh, I I was thinking about this because... You know, people were talking about how, you know, it's winter right now. People were talking about, you know, like going skiing and things like that. And I don't like going skiing, but it's like, but I'll sit in the, sit by the fire. And then I was like, oh, but I don't drink whiskey anymore. But there's really no, no beverage I can think of that would replicate that whiskey sensation. So there needs to be some sort of non-alcoholic whiskey that still has that like, smoky, spicy flavor that makes you go, "Ah." but that is non-alcoholic. I don't know how, if that's even possible, but science, science, man. 
I feel like anything is possible. Anything is possible. I agree. We put a man on the moon. We certainly did. Not we, not us. Not like well, me and you. No. Somebody else had that idea a long time before we were born. Um, and the the other idea that I just feel like I need to mention right off of the uh, off the tails of that one is fun drinks for dogs. Because clearly we have, and I'm just going to spell it out because somebody is right behind me, T-R-E-A-T-S, for them to snack on. But, like, no fun beverages. Like, I just want to give my dog something fun to drink every now and then. I'm going to dovetail off this. Dovetail. Say, <laughs> um... Today, uh-huh. I hauled my Christmas tree out to the curb. Wow, you're, you're just like, Christmas is done. We're out of here. It's over. <laughs> um, and needles flew off the tree. Mm-hmm. And I did not notice until later. But that dog bowl full of water, empty. So Rodog had a little bit of a tiny flavored beverage this afternoon and you know what it didn't make him go crazy it wasn't like catnip for a dog or anything it's just his water was bone dry after those needles had gone in it and i was like whoa i wonder he just had some flavored water that guy uh did you like immediately google to see if that was safe I did not. Oh, no. Okay, and I that's still, what I would not do. Not only did I not immediately do it, I still haven't done it. <laughs> but he's alive. He's cool. <laughs> yeah, he's chewing on a mustache. Oh, great! He got a mustache for uh, yeah. for Christmas. Um, there is a like a minty liquid that sometimes I squeeze into uh, Daisy's dish of water. And it's less for her and more for me because it makes her breath smell good. It's meant to like oh, make their breath smell better. I was gonna better. say, is it like for tartar or? It, it, I mean, it helps with that kind of stuff. Um, but it's, I mean, it's generally just to make their their breath better, which, you know, because it is better for their mouths, it's killing a lot of those germs. Um, but yeah, she has like minty fresh breath every now and then. Whenever I remember to squirt that in there, but I don't think that she necessarily cares that the water water. tastes different yeah but maybe if we had some really interesting flavors like peanut butter or cheese like typical dog like treat flavors sweet potato i mean i'm just throwing things against the wall seeing what sticks yeah pumpkin pumpkin yeah whiskey whiskey just spitball in here (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Dirt. What's up? <laughs> dirt. Oh yeah, dirt. Another dog's anus. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so those were basically my ideas. I like I, it. Yeah the the well is running a little dry. Well, I got ideas. Get, let's hear some ideas. All right. So, you know how you always go through the internet and you see things like, you've been eating Tic Tacs the wrong way. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. That you're is like the name to- of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I was at said ugly sweater party 
and the guy was having a problem getting the Pringles out of the can. And my brain immediately went to bloop, 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 how you get those BuzzFeed articles that are like, this is how you're supposed to eat the Pringles or whatever. (laughs) What if instead of having a piece of paper that you curl up on its side, stick it in and pull them all out Mm -hmm. and replace them. If we just had either accordion style Pringles cans or like perforated um, segments so that when you eat the Pringles down, you just tear off the top and then the lid goes back down and your can just gets like smaller. a grease pencil. Yeah. Yeah. Or like those um, like mailing envelopes that have the little thing that you pull down. Yeah. That could be on the side and that just kind of yes. opens up. Well, I have an I have one other issue with this. If you're going to have Pringles at a party, don't leave them in the in the tube. I'm hoping that the host and the guest that I'm speaking of don't start with this episode. But hey, guys, <laughs> if you did, thanks for that inspiration. I'm sure that you're a swell person. <laughs> but, but come on. Just take them out of the tube. Take them out. Put them in a nice holiday serving dish. Unless you're like, man... There's so many people who are going to be at this party who don't know anybody else but me, like Louise. How can I have, like, some conversation starters? It's like, hmm, maybe I'll leave the Pringles in the tube to give them something to talk about. That takes a lot of, like, mental preparation. You know, when you're throwing a party, you have to make sure that everybody is going to be happy. Yeah. And if you're not going to think of everything, then don't throw a party. Stop that. (laughs) Just stop while you're ahead. But to the person who did throw this party, I thank you for doing this so that we can talk about this right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My final final, uh, idea also Mm -hmm. inspired at the party. So Chris has this ugly sweater that he made himself that he made years ago from uh, like a, a door... I think a door hanging decorative thing that has these gingerbread that have pouches like kangaroo pouches in the gingerbread man. Okay. So that if you receive a holiday card, you put the cards in it like a card holder. Okay. I don't know the point of it, but I know that at the party, Chris wears the gingerbread sweater and he puts his beer like (laughs) in it and it's functional and ugly And he's got this thing. And I grabbed one of those giant holiday tubs of popcorn. Mm -hmm. And people kept like reaching into my personal space Mm. to get the popcorn also. And I just thought, this needs to be a thing. It's a pop Bjorn. (laughs) And it's a thing that you wear. (laughs) That you can hold your own popcorn in at a party to still have a hand on a drink and shake hands with people that you don't know and still get at your popcorn. <laughs> Pop Bjorn. Pop Bjorn. Or Popcorn Bjorn. But I kind of like Pop Bjorn. Yeah, I like that. Uh, do you think that people would respect that and not go reaching and grabbing? I think because it would be smaller like a personal pan pizza <laughs> and not a giant tin. Right. 
that they would respect it. So you just go so. over to where the tin is, fill up your popcorn, and then go sit in your seat, and then you've got it. Rather than, can somebody pass me that giant tin, and then it's on your lap, and everybody's like, oh, the cool, cute girl has the popcorn. Let's all get in her face. I've got another idea dovetailing off of this. How, how are we doing it? Like this? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this one is for the ultra lazy. It is a, it's kind of like a clip on plastic, well, or whatever material beard. And it clips trough. onto, a tr- it's a trough and it clips onto your ears and goes onto your chin. And it's like for popcorn and you just go like, and you I pick like them up with your, with your tongue and, uh, Yeah. I was also going to say, because, and this is an idea that I just had in the moment that we were talking about this, if you had the popcorn Bjorn, pop Bjorn, mm-hmm. you could also buy an accessory that's like a little tiny catapult. And at the party, you can put the popcorn on it and just go like, bing, and like try to catch it <laughs> to entertain yourself. Because let's say you're at this party and you're antisocial and you're like, hmm, nobody's talking to me. I guess I'll play this catapult popcorn <laughs> game with myself in the corner. But then obviously you get really good at it and then you're like, hey, everybody, look at me. And then you do it. And then all of a sudden you're like the most popular person at the party. I love this like imaginary party that you've created for yourself in your mind. <laughs> so I've, this is nothing to do. Those are all my parties. <laughs> uh, I've only been to one ever ugly sweater party and it was the kind of situation where I didn't know anybody there except for the guy throwing it. And it was somebody who, like, I went to school with but, like, didn't really know all that well. Anyway, uh, the one picture I have of it is me at this party. Do you know uh, Stuttering John from the Howard Stern Show? Or know of him? Sounds familiar. Yeah. He wore a sweater made of human hair. Hard to see. Anybody looking on YouTube... It was really disgusting. What is not hard to see is my face. <laughs> Ew! That was an idea that should have stayed locked away in the vault. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. What uh, did he do? Like sweep it up at a salon? I don't know, man. I didn't ask questions. Ugh. You just took a picture. I didn't even take that picture. Someone was just taking pictures, and he's like, get over here. And I was like, Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. That was a long time ago. Never wow. again. Never going to wow. weird L.A. parties. Well, they have to be weird, because otherwise, what would people talk about? This is very true. So, let's talk about how all of you listeners out there need to get on it with the voicemails. Because we started off really strong with the voicemails. We really did. You guys were were calling in. 304-804-IDEA. You were telling us your awesome ideas. We were playing them on the show. We'd talk about them. It's, it's, It's completely dried up. You've stopped calling. I think there's maybe a shyness. Or I I have individuals in my life who are like, Ah, I got an idea for your show. And I'm like, don't tell me. Call the number. Yeah. And I say it to them in real time. And I was like, I'll even text it to you later. And uh, 
They, they're just not following through on that. Yeah. I guess it's been the holidays for a while now, and people have commitments to family, friends. There's also been a recall on iPhone 6S batteries. So if they uh, <laughs> don't have a whole lot of battery life and are not in a place where they can charge. You're being an audience apologist right now. I, you know what? I, I'm going to step back from that. Get on it, audience. <laughs> you know, but to your point, the, uh, the Galaxy Note whatever was blowing up and got recalled. and Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe just nobody has phones anymore. Yeah. I will say I had my battery replaced because I have a success and okay. had mine recalled and had to charge it every five seconds until that happened. And when I had the battery replaced, Chris also had his replaced and was going to get a haircut. And uh, we had to kick it old style. He was like... I'll meet you at this place <laughs> at this time. And I was like, yeah. And then were you like, how and do we know what time it is? Phones. Yes. Well, he had a, a watch. I had to talk to a human. You had to talk to a human and ask them what time it was? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you know what they did? Pulled out their phone. Pulled out their phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Yeah. But we successfully met up. I'm sure you did. Both without our phones. You know what was a great idea? And I don't remember. I felt really free. It was incredible. At first I thought I was going to be really like anxious about it. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. So an idea, I don't remember how I heard of this, but when I was a kid and I used to be in a bowling league for children and when I was finished with said bowling games or whatever I would go over to the pay phones at the bowling alley call my house collect and when they say say your name you say hey I'm ready pick me up have we ever talked about this because I feel like we might have talked about this if we have not talked about this on the airwaves. We have certainly talked about it in private. Okay. Because I used to do the same thing right. to anybody who was supposed to pick me up. Right. Was not always my mom. Yeah. So that that was a great idea. Whoever like came up with that one to avoid Absolutely. having to pay for collect calls, which is that even a thing anymore? I mean, this leads me to to a, another similar thought. But you know that Adam Levine song? Mm, is it Adam Levine now that I think about it? I think so. I think it is Maroon 5, but anyone can correct me. And in fact, please do, because I don't want to be wrong. But that song that's, I'm at a payphone trying to call home all of my change I spent on you. No, Sounds you like something it? he would sing. All right. I used to be... Not anymore, but I used to be so mad at this song because I was like, you're a payphone where (laughs) there are no payphones anymore. And even the like little huts for Mm. payphones don't have phones in them. Right. I think what payphone are you at, Adam Levine? Why is this song popular? Kids today. Right. Maybe it's a song that was written to be put in like a time machine to go back in time. That would make more sense. To like 
ease them into it. Just be like, so instead of them just being like, what's a Galaxy Note? What's an iPhone? Oh, payphone. That's a thing I know. Got it. Right. This is a human. Uh, Talking about collect calls, the other day I was playing with my dog's belly and I was doing the like, remember those 1-800-C-A-L-L-A-T-T commercials where it's dialed down the middle and like David Arquette had the shirt with all the numbers on it. I was doing that to Daisy's belly. She did not know the reference. No, no. I assume she wouldn't. I thought you were going to take it a step further and be like, oh man. And then I was like doing rotary. So like, and then it would go back and then you'd have to like dial and then it would go back and, and that she was really digging that. She probably actually would. She probably that. would. Maybe later Again, when she's. I not understand why, but. Maybe later when she's activated, I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah. Dogs are the best. Basically. And that's what I'm I'm saying with that. So on the last episode, I was in quite the frenzy that day. And I am just glad that we all made it out alive. And the only thing that went awry is that you and I did not give each other challenges for this episode of the show. You're right. And you know, I got to be honest, I feel okay. I feel okay not being challenged. The holidays are a hectic time. I think we needed that mental break. I think it's true. And I think that, do you have any ideas for the next challenge? Because I might have one for both of us. I I don't have any ideas. I was going to try to think of one real quick, but I, I like that yours can be for both of us as long as it's not political. It is not political. Wonderful. Okay. The theme of this challenge is New Year's Eve. Okay. All right. New Year's Eve is my favorite holiday. Is it really? Yeah, it's my favorite. You know, I always liked it a lot, but recently I hadn't been doing anything for it. That's fine. Yeah, it is fine. Yeah, part of the beauty of New Year's is if you want to sleep through it, awesome. (laughs) If you wanna get wasted great if you wanna stay up late you can the whole point is to just be around the people that make your life fun Uh and to be like we did it you guys we completed one thing and then to also be like it's time to start over which by the by you can do any day of your life but most people don't um they they need that like wiping away also it's in the middle of winter which for the most part can be like really sort of sad and and cold and isolated and i because i don't know about you but when it gets dark at 4 30 mm-hmm. p.m and it gets to be like six or seven o'clock at night i'm like ugh, when is it bedtime because right. it's late whereas like in the summer if it gets dark at 10 p.m. and somebody calls me at 11 and says, come out to this place and meet me. I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds great. In the winter? Uh No. I am inside. I have been inside. (laughs) I am not going back out. So New Year's is like a fun respite from just being trapped inside. And there's fireworks most of the time. And confetti. And 
people like to dress up in like really nice clothes and sparkles. And I love all of those things. You just described all of those new like text message uh, animations that <laughs> you can use on the iPhone. <laughs> I totally Fireworks, did. confetti. There's, I think there's one with sparkles. Oh, that's a shooting star. But anyway, you get the point. Um, yeah. Well, what are you doing for New Year's Eve this year? What are you doing, New Year's? This is a really singy episode for me. It's very singy. Yeah, um, I'm getting, I guess I'm getting more comfortable. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Only took, what, 16, year, 17 episodes? for New Year's. Huh? It, how many episodes? 17? What? 16? Really? <laughs> I feel so, people who are not watching on YouTube, I just patted myself on the back and also... That's for you, kind of. Um, yeah. Um, I'm so proud of us. We're we're pretty great. No big deal. <laughs> um, we had some transitional plans. Uh, that's just like too much to go through. But I think what we have ended on is my old place of work, Alice's teacup. Mm-hmm. Uh. I am still friends with the people who own it. I We have talked them into letting us go there after hours, which, by the by, is only a couple blocks from my apartment. No way. Um, yeah. So we're going to BYO, like, some snacks and beverages. BYO tea? Treats? Well, tea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And then just hang out for a while, probably put some music on the... Uh, system to yeah, pour some Pringles cool. in a bowl, pour some Pringles in a bowl. And then before midnight, we're going to, or I'm going to, anybody's free to come along with me if you want to, um, pick up, walk over to Sheep's Meadow because at midnight in Central Park, there is a 5k fun run and it starts off with fireworks. And though I'm not registered and not running this year, even though I've run in the past, you get to still see the fireworks. Hmm. Which is really fun. And you can also see the fireworks in Times Square, uh-huh. but not actually have to be there. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then when it's over, you can just kind of walk home and get into your bed by 1 a.m. And you don't have to fight anybody for a taxi. You don't have to ride the trains when they're local. You uh-huh. don't have to come in from another borough. All these things that are really awesome. I just, like, remembered that you... It's not like I forgot that you live in New York, but I just kind of like remembered that like you live in New York and that like just thinking about what your day to day must be like gives me anxiety. Oh, you know, it gives me anxiety sometimes, too. Sometimes I'm like, wow, I did this and this and this and this and this and this and it was all amazing. And I did. It was so productive. And it's only noon. Right. (laughs) Uh, and then there are other times, uh, quick side story, Christmas day this year, I was at my apartment. I taught a class in the morning at my job and came home, walked the dog on an amazing, luxurious hour plus walk. Mm-hmm. Cause what else are you going to do? Everything's closed. And we were in the central park and there were one million people there. Like, it was as if the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was happening 
on every sidewalk in Central Park. And I feel that it was that way because tourists are like, let's go spend Christmas in New York and then everything's closed. Yeah. No, Um, we do. Right. So everybody was like, let's walk around in Central Park. Anyhow, I heard one such disgusting tourist say to another disgusting tourist, this park really isn't that relaxing. I feel like, I mean, I just don't get it. And I wanted to be like, leave. It's relaxing every other day. Um, Or like, come back on Tuesday. (laughs) Right. It won't be like this. Um, Yeah, I was a separate spinoff of this conversation, Uh just having a conversation about if I did move out of the city to purchase a home Mm -hmm. somewhere, how that gives me crippling anxiety. Really? Yeah, and I think that, I mean, after talking about it, I think the reason is just my experience with houses. Mm -hmm. Um, My uncle Mark still lives in the house that he lived in as a child. Like his parents owned that home. And then when they passed away, he is still in that home. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is the home that I started living in when I came into this world. Uh And then when I was five, my mom bought a different house, which she then kept until I was three years into college, which then she moved to a different city in a different house. Mm. Um, So just my experience of houses is you're there for the next 20 years. And that (laughs) crippled my soul. And and I needed a partner to tell me like, you, you know, you can always sell a house. You can always move into my, my brother and his wife are on their third house. And I'm on my second. You're on your second. Yeah. Yeah. Check this out. I was just handed a pizza. You were handed a pizza by a dog? I was. Oh, that's cool. Go over there. <laughs> if you're not watching this on YouTube, you're really missing out. And if you're a dog watching on YouTube, you're going bananas right now. Whoa! <laughs> it's like, do the rotary thing. Do the rotary thing. <laughs> uh, so, I don't, I don't think I have any plans for New Year's Eve. I think that during the day... I'm going to be hanging out with some people. Uh, my wife and I are friends with a delightful couple named Leela and Ryan. Ryan, who listens to this podcast, shout out Ryan. Hey, hey. And I think that we're getting getting together with them during the day, but I don't think that we're cool enough to hang out with them at night. Like, not on New Year's Eve. And that's the beauty of it. We're there, we are there before their actual plans, friends. <laughs> that's hilarious um no that's the beauty of new year's though everybody or at least everyone i talk to says that they get really stressed out about doing something amazing Mm -hmm. and i'm like but that's the thing you could anything you can do like where thanksgiving the whole point is That you have to travel somewhere and then be with people. Right. And eat food. So somebody has to cook the food. You have to make sure you have all kinds of food that everybody's going to like. Oh, my God. If if you happen to, you know, be a part of my family, you worry if it will be edible. um, (laughs) Just because 
certain people. Mayor can't cook. Shut up, Mayor. And I'm sure uh, you're a wonderful cook. Nope. No. And if we maybe on the Facebook page, I'll post some pictures. Uh, she has dem- been demoted to iced tea. That's what she makes for meals because the woman has messed up jello. The woman has messed up fruit salad. I don't know how you messed that up, but she <laughs> she did. Um, and I, I need to post pictures of how badly, because you think, what do you do? You just clean the, the fruit and you chop it up and you put it in a bowl? Not if you're mayor. Uh, and then Christmas, you have the added, or Hanukkah, um, though I'm told it's not as big of a deal. Um, you have the added pressure of, ah, I got to go out shopping. I got to buy the gifts. I got to wrap the gifts. I got to bring the gifts. And then the people have to open the gifts and I hope that they like them. And if they don't, it's just consumerism. And, and, and some people get stressed out about giving and or receiving gifts. Uh And there's none of that with new years. That's true. It's, it's just, I love and appreciate you guys. Let's hang out. Yeah. I like yeah, it's basically well, it's it's unlike Thanksgiving in that it's celebrated around the world. And And also there's less emphasis on family, which if you're into your family, you love those holidays. Sure. Or if you are stressed out by your family, that is You do this however you want. And there's no religious affiliation? Yes. It's just like, hey, See you later last year. What's up this next year? And there's like all this sort of like group anticipation, which I think is really cool. And then you like count down and it like builds intensity. And then you're like, yay. Do you have any favorite scene, uh, New Year's Eve scenes from movies? Hmm. Well, I know that there is a movie called New Year's Eve. There is. And I haven't seen it. It's not very good. Okay. But rest so. in peace, Gary Marshall. Mm. Uh, we were just talking about when Harry met Sally. Right. I, I feel like I love and hate that movie at the same time for numerous reasons. Mm-hmm. But I do watch it multiple times a year. Um, that one, I can't really think of other movies with New Year's moments in them. Hmm. I was just thinking of it because of When Harry Met Sally. That's all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I also, one of my favorite scenes is when they're at the New Year's party Mm -hmm. and Meg Ryan's character is like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. And Carrie Fisher's character is like, you'll never get a cab. And then she's like, I just, I have to go. I, I just, the thought of not kissing somebody at midnight and then Kirby, Kirby. Bruno Kirby. Bruno Kirby. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say Kirby Wilson, but that's not right. Okay, Bruno Kirby, thank you, uh, is like, I'll kiss you. Right. Like, that's one of my favorite lines in the movie. <laughs> um, you know, I actually just thought of a of a really good movie that has a great New Year's scene that takes place in Paris. So going along with the theme of it's celebrated everywhere, there's a movie called CQ. It's directed by Roman Coppola. Jeremy Davies is in it. It's so much fun. It takes place in like late 60s, early 70s, Paris. And there's a a super fun New Year's 
New Year's Eve scene. And it's just like, yeah, this is a different country, but this looks like an awesome party. This this looks like something that people would be doing here, too. Yeah. It brings us like all it. together. Yeah. Except for people who uh, rec- uh, recognize different calendars, like the uh, <laughs> the Hebrew calendar. <laughs> or isn't there, like, the Chinese New the Year? The Chinese New Year. Which is in January, February? Yeah, but I feel like still everyone else is just like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's going to be 2017. We know yeah. we know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have our thing, but we'll also have this thing. Yeah. Let's all just have all more holidays, not less, yeah. more. Well, uh, so our, our challenge for each other for the next episode, we've been rambling not about ideas at all. That's fine. Our, our challenge for each other for the next episode is, is New, Year's. New Year's. Our next episode will be in the new year. So uh, we what, what we are talking about will be ideas that maybe we have followed through on. I don't know. Or maybe it will be New Year's Eve and we'll be like, you know what would be really great right now? This. And then it's like, but I'm not going to talk about it until the, the podcast. Um, but yeah, so... That uh, I think that'll wrap it up for for this episode. What do you think? I like it. Yeah? I feel I feel good about that choice. I feel good about it too, and I feel really good about hearing those little squeaks from the dog That's toy. That's the pizza. That's the pizza. <laughs> I think that Daisy needs a toy that has an easier squeak because there's she has toys that have squeakers, and she always tries to like poke them with her nose to like make them squeak, but they are a little bit difficult to squeak. So she needs a more squeaky toy. Maybe maybe I ought to get her a pizza. I feel, see, Rolly, he has a pizza because he's a New Yorker. Okay. But maybe I could get Daisy a mailman. Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, well, Portland, boy. Is in, Portland is a food city of all types. So maybe a pizza. Maybe a pizza. We have great pizza here. It's, I've had it. It's different from New York pizza. <laughs> it's delicious. That's right. All right. Well, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Please call us and leave us your ideas at 304-804-IDEA or write them into greatideapod at gmail.com. And in addition to that, follow us on all of our social media at greatideapod. And uh, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. 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 Don't see it happening.